from the cold case files of Ricky Barone. This is case file number eight, the great gravy heist. It was a beautiful fall night back when I was on the force. Candles illuminated the dining room as I was setting the Thanksgiving table for my great grandkids. It was then that I got a call from the chief. I'm on my way. Hey, you guys. I shouts at my great grandkids. One of you's gotta get the bird out of the oven when it beeps, okay? I'll be back in a flash. I rushed out the door and drove across town to the plant. As I pulled up, my headlights illuminated the entrance of the massive abandoned warehouse. And what was left of the shine on the giant ASMR letters on the entryway. As I parked, I noticed one door was propped open. This plant used to manufacture everything from plutonium to beef gravy to automotive parts to Taco Bell meat. And sometimes you couldn't even tell the difference. I got out of my car, pulled out my pistol, and slowly walked towards the door while wondering why the chief never gave me any sort of backup on my assignments. I walked into the warehouse with my gun cocked and my flashlight on. Okay, this is the MAPD. Show yourself. I shouts in my best ASMR voice. I hear footsteps coming from behind some shelving units as a woman walks into view. What are you doing here? And are you wearing Jenko jeans? I shouts at her. I've come to claim my rightful place on the Monstars basketball team. Says the lady alluding to one of the biggest glass ceilings in basketball history. She then cracked open a can of some radioactive looking turkey gravy and chugged the whole thing. She started changing into a monstrous form. Growing bigger, stronger, turning purple, and looking like she was ready to run for president in 2016. I started unloading my magazine in her direction as she grew to the ceiling and busted out of the building. I ran to the car and sped off as the monstrous perp chased after me like Jeff Goldblum in a jeep. I had to think fast. To be content. Nah. Black Friday ain't a real holiday. Let's make this a doofa. Here's part two. Blackout Friday. As I'm racing away from the monstrous perp, I turn on my radio to find some decent escape music. Blackout by Breathe Carolina comes on. And it gives me that little something extra to pull far enough ahead of the beast so that I can make a plan as she follows me towards the city. I begin to wonder what would happen if I combine all the various jugs of chemicals in my trunk and shot them out of a hose at my local Suncoast motion picture company. I pulls off the freeway and into the Suncoast parking lot next to the KB Toys with the monster broad 
about 200 feet behind me. I rig it all up to the Suncoast water supply as she monster walks towards me. I sprays her and the chemicals start eating away at her. Stop! You can't do this! She says. What's the point of this episode? A cash grab's a cash grab. This won't stop till I say so, I says as I dissolve her into a puddle. I turn off the water and drive home to find that my great-grandkids have burned the turkey and half the house down with it. I puts out the fire with a couple shots in my 2,000 foot super soaker and make sure the kids are safe. Not necessarily in that order. Okay you kids, get in the car, we're going to Denny's, I says. But I don't wanna... Jareth whines. Come on, everyone likes Denny's. It's an American institution. Grandpa, why did you have to leave earlier? What was the purpose of the story? You know, kiddo, I says, pulling the kid close. I don't know. And I guess that's the problem with running with your first draft. Case file number eight, unsolved. <laughs>